Hey, so, spooky friends. So, do you like my new shirt? Your new shirt, and for those uh, who are listening, says ADHD. And it's in the ACDC Style. font. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Isn't it cool? I got it at Value Village for like five oh, bucks. Free shout out to Value Village. Free shout out. I got so many cool things from Value Village over the years. I got that scorpion on my wall, which uh, I can That's a really good score. It was $5. That's really good. Those are like 25 bucks. On the back of it, it says that it's $69.99. No way. Mm-hmm. Wow. I got a full alligator at Value Village once. Oh. I'll show it to you when you come over next time. Is it the alligator that bit me in the bum? Mm, I don't know. It you was it hanging one? on the wall? Yeah. That's the alligator. It bit me in the bum one day when I was it in It bit there. you. It's not alive, anybody. It's just there yeah. and kind of precariously placed. So if you walk by it, you can accidentally get bit on the bum. Uh, yeah, which has happened to me. Yeah, I've got all kinds of great stuff at Value Village. I found fortune-telling cups at Value Village. I found a Ouija board at Value Village. A Ouija board, wow. That would be a hell of an episode. The Value Village Ouija board. I think it would be. I also have a haunted painting that I recently gave to a psychic to assess. Yeah. And as soon as she touched it, she had the same reaction that I did. And when what I was that? It. This painting was awful. No, when you touch it, it, it gives you chest pains. Where is it? Right there on the wall. Which one? The the circular one in the bottom. So it's. Go um, get it. Let's let's see what happens. Okay. On, on... It's um. Right now we are going to attempt. She's going to get the painting. What happens when I touch this painting? Let's see. Where'd you get this? I got it at Value Village. For is it a painting or is it a print? It's a print. So the the part that's haunted is the frame. It's originally from the 1930s. Mm. And we did some TikTok sleuthing. Um, mm. It needs to be cleaned. But uh, we've done some TikTok sleuthing. And the frame itself is called a Firenze um, from Italy. Um, it's a cast. Well. So... Um, the frame is what is... Oh, thank God. I have his insurance money. Now you have a ghost for the show. Yes! This is interesting. I'm not feeling anything other than it's uh, posh cheapness. Yeah. Like, it's, uh, it's kind of neat. Um, the painting is a 17th century painting. It's a famous one. Um, I think it's Francois Boucher, but I don't mm. know. Um... But yeah, it just called to me. I don't want to touch it. Um, and anyone who's psychic, it gives them um, chest pains. Well, I'm psychic and I didn't get chest pains. I got head pains looking you're at You're psychic that. or psych... I'm your sidekick. You're my sidekick. I'm more famous than you'll I, ever No, be. I'm the sidekick of the show for sure. It's your show. Well, it's... I mean, it's your show and I'm the psychic. Sidekick. Sidekick. Mm, I think I'm more the sidekick. How could you? Because Spooky Friends is your thing. It's not the Mysterion show with speaking, featuring Catherine the Great. Speaking of Spooky Friends, yeah, this podcast is sponsored by me. Is it? Yes. So um, I actually have worked uh, on a merch line, and, and this time around, last time it was just the Spooky Friends Club logo. Mm. Um, this time we've got the Haunt Your Haters hoodie. Oh, I love hoodie. it. Um, there's two different kinds of Haunt Your Haters, mm -hmm. and then underneath that, now this shirt's a little bit see-through, so enjoy. Oh, here for we go. Here's the show, guys. It says... It says... I'm going to show this thick, like, on camera. Thick Thighs, Spooky oh, Vibes. Thick Thighs, Spooky Vibes. Uh, because that's who I am as a person. Um, and the Haunt Your Haters has two different um, kinds. There's a simpler one, and then I like this one because it's kind of got this like ghost, and it's got this Dracula kind of thing. Yeah, where can you get these? On my Etsy shop, it's etsy.ca, and if you look up Captain the Great TT, as in TikTok, okay. Captain the Great TT, um, it's in my bios, it's in my Instagram, 
Um, and I'll be really officially launching that. So this will be sponsored by me. Nice. <laughs> we finally got nice, a sponsor. Nice, nice. It is me. Um, but yeah, and if, if anyone has any ideas for merch that they would like to see, I mean, I'm amendable. I can help with that. Mm-hmm. And um, we will make a Hey Spooky Friends podcast. Merch. We should make Hey Spooky Friends Ouija boards. We should. Actually, yeah. actually, we could. I could you know, I was looking at someone's TikTok, Occult Archaeology, and they have all these different types of occult toys that were made back in the turn of the... So actually, before the turn of the last century, in the late 1800s. And it's everything from little uh, fortune-telling decks to really interesting decks that you would lay them out on the table in a random order, and then you would put your hands on a glass, and it would slide over to your answer, and you'd flip it over... All kinds of stuff. There's mentalism type things and mm-hmm. testing your psychic power. And th- like, there's probably about forty or fifty videos that this antique archaeology uh, account has, and there's so many cool ideas. Like, they're all the same thing in a different way, yeah. but it reminds me of this amazing game I used to ha- call, have called the the nec- necronomacy, Ooh. and it, I fucking saw one four weeks ago in Erie, Pennsylvania in an antique shop. And the only other time I've seen one was when I own one. And it's this 1860s game. It's made out of heavy wood and it has a glass pane across the top and inside has a floating hand. And it works on a magnet, essentially. It's nothing supernatural. It's just a question and answer game. And you put down this piece of paper on the top of the pane of glass and it has a, a section cut out of it so you can see where the hand is floating. And depending on what question you orient the middle disc to, the hand will point to the answer. Interesting. It's really cool. I actually have one at home called the Magic Robot. That's from the 50s, and it works in the same way. I'll show it to you next time. Yeah. But this one... You should bring that up for TikTok. Okay. Yeah, I think I did do one on TikTok. There is one on TikTok that I did on this game. Yeah. But but the, 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 the old game I had, and I traded it for a necklace of human fingers... Mm. that's how much it was worth i actually traded it for one of my prized pieces but now i want the other one back and this one was banged up and it was it was a lot it was like seven hundred dollars but yeah you know mine i got for free i found it in a storage locker interesting neat eh that is neat and and like you would think all these all these things that people just either left behind or threw out or whatever like no one really understands how great these things are some of the greatest things that i found are like tossaways yep you know, like that painting, um, the scorpion, $5. Yep. Like, it's a real scorpion. It's beautiful. Um, All kinds of stuff. Think about the yeah. toys I find at toy shows or oddities that I find on the road. And I'm going, who would get rid of this? And people are like, I don't want that thing near me. It's like, no, give it, give it. There's sometimes when, when you're on your TikTok, by the way, Odin has joined us for this podcast in the corner here. He's Hello, sneaking Odin. in, speaking of oddities. This is a very odd dog. You know, I was eating pancakes and I tried to give him some and he said no. What you kind didn't of want dog? a pancake? He's too bougie. Um, no. But, but yeah, uh, there's there's always people on your TikTok saying, oh, Damn. why would you have this? Why wouldn't you... I have it? I'm like, yeah, why wouldn't yeah, you? Why like wouldn't the, the, um, the skulls and like the human teeth and things like that. People are really weirded out by having that. Yeah. But, I mean, people collect salt and pepper shakers. Like, I find I that weird. I always say that if you go to a museum or if you've ever gone to a Ripley's, believe it or not, or if you've ever watched a horror movie, it's no different. Or a zoo. A zoo is the weirdest thing for me. A zoo is the most inhumane or inhumane. Yeah. Uh, thing. What is the inhumane word for animals? I don't know. 
You know what I'm trying to but get at? I know at? what you're trying to get at. Like, like it's, it's inhumane to the animals. Yeah. It's animal cruelty. Yeah. To a degree. Yeah. Some oh, museums, or some, some zoos. Well, there's some preservation. There's elements to saving certain species. Devil's but let's like, yeah. really look at it and go, hmm. you know, those poor pandas, they don't need to be, well, maybe it's the panda zooks, they are endangered. Anyway, on another subject matter. Yeah, but like people collect weird stuff. Like people collect spoons. Spoons are weird for me. Yeah. To collect actual like bits of human kind is actually more interesting for me. And yeah. for me, it's the historical purposes. Like, yeah, that scorpion is a weird thing to have. But at the same time, like, I'm never going to see a scorpion up, up close. Well, the wonder camera is a concept that goes back to the 1500s where people would show their level of um, uh, prestige in society by showcasing the unusual artifacts that they've collected in their travels or have been uh, rich enough to purchase. Mm -hmm. So you'd have things like a starfish, for example, which in medieval England was essentially a monster. You never, yeah. you know. And so so these things were, were deemed as um, almost otherworldly. So yeah. the idea of the wonder camera, or the cabinet of wonders, was, was a very big European sensation. And people would collect all sorts of um, uh, fossils and, 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 and you know, um, pieces of taxidermy, mm -hmm. and it even went into areas with things like the mermaids or the Jenny Hanover's or the, you know, dragon, uh, you know, having a petrified dragon or something like that that was made out of a, out of a skate. Um, people went as far as to create um, mythical beasts that were in uh, poetry at the time. And, uh, and that was sort of the beginning of Sideshow. That's kind of where the, the first elements of blurring the line between real and fantasy uh, came along. And then, of course, there were exhibits of things like um, dogs that were born with an extra limb or mm -hmm. a, a miniature horses and things like that. Barnyard freaks that would go on display in, like, the village square. Yeah. Um, and then that sort of became um, what in the uh, 19th century was American Sideshow. Absolutely. And and arguably those still exist, but look at how respected museums are now. Like it's yeah. prestigious to be in a museum. And look how respected uh sideshow. I mean, you get an animal like that, it's taken care of now. Now back in the day they would just that's it. Yeah. And even like the people that worked in the sideshow, like mm -hmm. we talked about Juliana Pastrana on a yeah. former podcast, but mm -hmm. Um, you, you know, they would have been treated like absolute friggin' garbage before, yes. and now it's just, it's despicable to treat someone like that because they're different. So there, there is a level of, of reverence of looking back and saying, hey, this was what we did. But also, too, I think it's having a part of history that's alternative. It's having, like, that, that scorpion is, is very strange, but that's a piece of history. Like, that thing had a life, and it obviously grew, it's bigger than my hand, so it grew to, like, a good life. Um, and I have pictures, of course, of uh, the University College in Toronto. That's a haunted tower. And oh, yeah, yeah. The Parliament buildings, which that's are also cool. haunted, arguably. Very cool. I never noticed that tower. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What's someone, his name? Someone drew that. Rez Reznikov. Reznikov and Diabolos. Uh, there was a murder there between two architects. They were fighting over a girl. Over a girl, yeah. One and, was trying to run away with the other. And one chased the other one down with an axe. With an axe. And if you're ever in Toronto and you go to the University of Toronto... Uh, grounds, the uh, Trinity College grounds, yeah. uh, and you go to the tower, if you look at the, the uh, door. door on the far west of the building, yeah. there is a giant and axe mark yeah. from when the guy was trying to break through well, the Well, I door. made a TikTok about it. Um, okay. I took a date there. Mm. Um, I made a TikTok about it. He, he was like, Did oh, you okay. axe him out? 
I did. I was like, hey, I'm going to university college. Would you like to go for a walk with me? And he thought you were an educated woman of the world. And then he he just went to a old door. It didn't work out with us. No, I didn't think so. Um, No, it was a a two date and done kind of deal. That's it. Um, And... uh, and no, I didn't. I know you would ask, but no, what? I didn't. I was. I would never was, ask a question. It was like above that. board this this second day. Um, I would never ask a question like that. But yes, back to collecting oddities. I, I mean, know you went double dutch. Anyway, go on. No. <laughs> um, you know, like I collect family family heirlooms that I that I can. I mean, you know, I collect family can. members. I have all those hair flowers. And, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I think it's the same thing. Um, I was talking to someone from Mexico recently, and we were we were watching the movie Coco. And he was saying, like, we do this in Mexico where you have, like, a wall of pictures of your family. But not only that, you'll actually have a food item and maybe something sure. that belonged to them in life. Yeah. That's important. I look at it the same way. You're, you are you have this plague skull to remember one of the darkest times in history. Mm-hmm. And it's so interesting to me to have something like that. And other people might think it's weird, like, oh, man, this guy has skulls. I actually really respect that. I mm-hmm. think it's, like, you're putting it in a place of honor that we can Absolutely. look back and talk Absolutely. And it's in a it. position where it's in a safe zone. Uh, it's not being exploited. I definitely don't charge to see it. No. Nope. Um, it's behind glass and it's preserved. And it's, you know, the memory of this individual, although no one will ever know who it was, uh, at least their story is still told to a degree. And a lot yeah. of people will say, you know, no, you should send it back or bury it. Listen, for every person on the planet, there are seven that are, that are dead. Okay. That's roughly how many people have lived before us. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, personally, I don't find any issue with antique skulls, old skulls being uh, used in research or for uh, even display in a museum setting so we can learn from history. We can learn from uh, both the atrocities and the triumphs of, of our past. You know, I was going to say something about that. You know, we can always look through things through our modern lens. And you were talking about how certain sideshow performers were treated poorly. The funny thing is, is Joseph Merrick, the Elephant Man, last night I was listening to a podcast on him. I love, I love his story because it's been um, told so many different ways and really not the true way. Mm -hmm. And in life contrary to the movie in life he was not abused okay his mother didn't abandon him um he grew up uh poor and at a young age he started to show signs of his condition which is still up to debate what's what was his condition um and at that point he just essentially couldn't find employment became a more or less a beggar um and then his mom died so he had no choice but to exhibit himself. Mm-hmm. Um, to my knowledge, he was also in the workhouse, uh, but his he was limited in the workhouse because he had a hand that didn't really work. Mm-hmm. Um, he was uh, he was disabled. He was disabled, and, yeah. and in a big way. Um, but but the under, but the interesting thing was, even though Victorian London looked at him as an anomaly and he would walk down the street and people would gasp and freak out. He would wear a mask to cover up his face. He was actually then taken uh, great pity on by the doctors at the, uh, the physician's hospital who brought him in as a resident and allowed him to live there for a number of years in comfort with reading materials, with access to health care, with three square meals a day and a warm bed, which 
if you think about it in Victorian London, was extremely hard to get to that level if you were somebody from the from the working poor or or the lower classes. You didn't eat every day. Yeah. You know, so here he was getting his meals, he was being taken care of, he was being poked and prodded and studied, which we can't look back at that and go, well, it shouldn't have happened. It, yeah. It's what it is. Um, and then he was taken to places like uh, the play. He was taken to a play. They had to sneak him in because he was such a sensation that everyone yeah, would have paid more attention to him. Yeah. Um, but he was well read, and uh, and he died uh, an interesting death. He there's different theories. Uh, he had to sleep sitting up mm. because of the mass uh, of on on his neck from his skull. Yeah. Um, and they found him in the afternoon after he'd been brought his lunch. They found he didn't eat his lunch. Uh, but he was alive when they brought his lunch. And then a few hours later, they went back to get the, the tray and he was dead. Okay. They they think he either tried to get up and then he slipped back. And then just because he's literally top heavy, he couldn't get up and his throat um, oh. uh, closed off. But Yikes. they also feel that he wanted to lie down and see what it felt like. Because he always... Uh, wanted to sleep like a quote-unquote normal person. Oh. So he may have had the, the moment to go, you know what, I'm going to give it a go and see what happens, and then he couldn't get up. We That's don't know. so sad. You know, we don't know. But he, I, from what I've understood... And he understood, was 27. He was in the 27 Club. Oh, he was only 27? I he thought was, he was older. No, no, he was only 27. I thought he was like 40-something. No, no. Um, I know you've talked about him to me before. Yeah. Uh, about the Elephant Man. Um, and that he was really kind. Oh, he was incredibly kind and yeah. incredibly um, uh, intelligent. He was he was a very learned person. He learned to read and write, which back then would never have happened for somebody in his situation. Yeah, you know, and he was gifted books and um, uh, was member uh, w w rubbing elbows with members of high society. Like yeah. you know, really put together. He was put together. And then yeah, like I, I know you have um, a doll. Of I have a I have a doll. I have like a like a of him like a yeah kind of a doll of him yeah it's kind of it's kind of neat to like look at that and remember the, that's okay that's one thing I, I have to say that I like about you with your collection is that I could point at something and you're you're gonna tell me what it is but you're also gonna tell me the importance of why you have it and, and yeah I remember you one of the first things you told me is he was a really great man and mm -hmm. and it's the same thing with like the um the ancestral skulls like uh, the uh, the kappa the kapala the kapalas yeah you have such respect for those items you yeah. have a good history of them that's why I think it's important to have private collections for yeah. people like you that you don't charge money you've had I don't know how many people come through not many and, and look at and look at these items be able to touch them and ask I mean the there's questions. an opportunity once a day once a day once <laughs> a year for doors open Toronto where I have people come over this yeah. hasn't happened in a while because of COVID, COVID yeah. but I've had doors open uh, where it's free yeah. um, I've had obscure a day which I've done and that's free or I maybe it's five dollars or something to do obscure a day and I'll have people tour through but mm -hmm. generally if you know me on TikTok or on on the uh, on the uh, on, on online the or whatever on the tubes, on the tubes or IG <laughs> or whatever it's called yeah. um, people come over and they check it out yeah yeah, but lots, I, I like that about lots of cool stuff. Did you see the two body ducks that I got last week? Yeah, so they're in jars, right? They've been diaphanized. Can you explain to our 
uh, the injection process, uh, the process of injecting uh, color into yeah. the body so you can see different elements of so the bones and this. I, I learned this in the science center. They do this actually with human specimens too. They'll bleach out the cells so that they have no color and yeah. then they'll inject specific parts of the body yeah. with specific counteracting dyes that light it up. I saw them. They're really neat. You'll They're have really to... cool. One's a three leg and one's a double body. Interesting. I haven't bought a freak animal in a while. The last one I got was that albino muskrat. Mm -hmm. I like that was him. about a year ago. I used to buy them all the time when I'm, I was out on the road. I think the albino raccoon is the cutest. So he's good. So cute. And he doesn't have a mask. No, he's just pure yeah. white. No, but I, I again... I should the, put a Zorro mask on him. Yeah, that would be good. I have one. With a little, little cowboy hat. You know what? I have the whole... I have, the, I have the, the gloves and everything. I just I think. think it would be really cute. But yeah, I that's one thing I really like about your private collection. And I mean, I don't have as much strange things i have um things like that i found by a cemetery mm. um and objects that i was given from other people um so like i have a vase that was um actually my ex's aunt gave it to him and he didn't want it so i kept it and i'm wondering if she's gonna come back because she died of covid unfortunately mm -mm, sorry um, to hear that wow. and i've actually smelled her specific perfume in my wow kitchen. yeah so i the, i've collected things that are are personal to people um, the doll that you gave me hasn't acted up yet. Okay, that's good. I gave her a little black flower, and because uh, it matched her dress, and she hasn't done anything. But um, I've actually have I have a book removed right now, because um, uh, the psychic found that it was haunted. The so book she's was. blessing it. Yeah, she's blessing the book oh. so that it won't uh, cause me any more duress. I didn't know it was. Um, mm. So you're going to essentially turn another leaf in that area. <laughs> turn another page. See what I did. I love that. Start a new right chapter. Now. Love that journey for you. Yeah. Um, oh, I was talking... On a footnote, what is the subject matter? We have eight minutes left for this well, we're episode. Gonna, we're gonna we haven't really this. talked about anything. We only got eight more minutes. So I we was can just continue you, talking about everything. I was Make gonna, it a potpourri of topics this I, episode. I actually... We did have another topic, but this is a great topic that we stumbled on. Yeah. Um, did you know about the human skeleton and general thumb? They're two... Um, quote-unquote freak show performers. Well, General Tom Thumb. But they're both from, I think it's River Falls, Massachusetts. Yes. And and it's the most uh, congregation of freak show performers is from Black River Falls, Massachusetts. You or, mean no, wait, from General... where they were born? Yeah. That I never knew. Yeah, so there's there's a bunch. Those are the two most famous. Um, okay. Oh, no, it's Bridgeport, Connecticut. Okay. And then the... I've never heard this. Skeleton Man. They're both from the same... Oh, the um, the uh, ossified man, you mean? Or no, like the uh, world skinniest? Skeleton man. So he's... Yeah, the, skin, yeah. the skinniest. Not uh, Count Orloff. No. But they're, they're all from the same area. Really? Um, yeah, but I'm wondering, like, what's the what's the most famous freak show performer, do you think? Um, uh, Tom Thumb. Yeah. Tom Thumb, the elephant man, Joseph Merrick. He didn't tour. He only lived in England. A lot of people think he toured. He only did England. Um, I would say Tom Thumb is the most famous. He was a major attraction. He performed for Queen Victoria. Yep. He toured the world. Uh, they did the uh, Little People Wedding as a as a uh, gimmick where he would do it in every city. And he, rack, he, he raked in a, a fortune he in did. his day. Uh, I would say he's probably the most famous. Here's some cool facts, though. Yeah. So he was born January 4th, 1838 in Bridgeport, Connecticut. His dad was a carpenter. Okay. Now, the weird part, I, I shouldn't say weird. Okay, so 
He was very small. He was approximately, what, three feet tall? I'm yeah. trying to see exactly how tall he I was. I think he was even smaller than um, that. I'll, I'll find his height. Oh, three, fit, three feet, four inches. Okay. So I'm two feet taller than him. Okay. Um, he actually was a relatively large baby. This is something I found really interesting. He okay. was He was nine pounds, eight ounces at birth, or 4.3 kilos. Wow. So What was grew, his adult weight? Uh, well, he, he grew normally at first... Um, at which point, so let me just see. I'll, I'll see how, how big he got. Um, so he was three feet, four inches at full growth. Wow. But it doesn't say his weight. I can find that. I mean, he's probably 40 pounds. But the thing is, is he was growing, quote unquote, typically uh, in the first six months of his life. And it was only at like age five that he just completely stopped growing. Interesting. Yeah. And so his, his weight and height had not really changed. So... Um, he was 15 pounds when he was five. So he must've been a little bit more That's in his small. adulthood. That's small. And then he died at the age of 45. Yeah. So he lived a relatively long life for the 1800s. Well, for the 1800s. Um, we know now that little people are not impacted by, um, early deaths like somebody with giantism would be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know a lot of little people who are in their seventies and eighties. Right. Yeah. Um, but I guess back then, you know, you died in your forties. That was a common thing. Living to be 50 was a, was a, a rare occurrence. Yeah. Yeah. And I, um, I don't know how why. did he die? Um, I'll take a look at that. He also married another little person. That's right. Uh, his wife, I Lavinia. Have, uh, I have their, their uh, wedding invitation. Oh, I really? have. Yeah. Oh, I'll show it to you their, next time. Their, uh, yeah, I have one of those. Their little album. Yeah. Um, so he died unexpectedly of a stroke. That's right. And over two hundred or 20,000 people attended his funeral. You see I what mean, I'm talking about? 20,000 people yeah. attended his funeral. In a time before social media. Wow, and his wife survived him by 35 years. Yeah, you see? And so she would have been in her 70s when she died. Yeah. You see what I'm talking Crazy. about? Yeah. And there was another amazing little person from back then named... Um... Oh, boy. She became an actress, his wife, by the way. Was she in silent films? Yeah. Yeah. What was her name? Lavinia Warren. Mm-hmm. She was. And her sister Minnie was in them, too. Yeah, that's right. Um... Yeah, so... You know, there's another little person, um, Lucida Zarate. Is that oh, how I say it? Lucia Zarate. L- Lucia Zarate, and she was very small. And she died of, I believe, hypothermia. Her train got stuck in the mountains. There was a snowstorm. She caught sick, and, and she died wow. on the road. Yeah, it says here she... Okay, so she was born January 2nd, 1864 in Veracruz, Mexico. Yeah. And she died January 15th, 1890, only 26 years old in Sierra Nevada. 26 years old. Sierra Nevada? Yeah. She got in the U.S.? going through the Nevada... The desert? uh, No, no, through the mountains. Like where the the, uh, Donner Party was was caught. I mean, that snow there is brutal. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, absolutely. Have you never been to those mountains? Oh, my God. In the winter? It's mental. Oh, I've been there and it's just terrible. I'm going to Boulder, Colorado. And I'm going in uh, a good time. But he said, don't come during the winter. No, it's too cold. Think about The Shining. I've never seen it. You've never seen the movie The Shining. Maybe, uh, I'll, wa- maybe I'll watch it today. Bye, everybody. Oh, good night, everyone. The show's over. I nice need, knowing you. I need to see it. Oh, you're yeah. baked, man. That's the best movie ever made. So she was the lightest recorded human 
She ever. was two feet tall, 61 centimeters. Yeah, yeah it was like That's that big. so small. She's the size of a teapot. So she had Majewski Osteodysplastic. <sighs> Diasplastic. Primordial, primordial dwarfism, dwarfism type yeah. 2. Mm. Um, she was only 8.7 pounds at the age of 17. That's insane. Holy. Literally a human doll. Wow. Um, her, and she's proportionate. That's the, that's the that's most interesting thing. That's the other thing, thing, too. Yeah, looking at her, she's completely her head proportionate. Is tiny. Yeah. Um, her family home, Casa Grande, big house, is open to the public as a museum. Um, so she went all over the United States mm-hmm. where she was exhibited. Mm-hmm. And she worked, um, she first worked as a part of the Bill, sorry, acted, build the Fairy Sisters. Yes. So she was thought to be a fairy. I don't think she worked for Barnum. I think Barnum was gone by that no, point. No, it doesn't say, it doesn't say Barnum. But no, that, that's, she's not a Barnum uh, performer. She was partnering with Francis Joseph Flynn. That's right. But yeah, that's that's really interesting. It seems like, you know, as sad as her, her death is, I mean, 26 years old, dying of hypothermia. I mean, she was probably so small, probably had no body fat. No. Um, she's remembered. I mean, these, these Oh, photos, here we are talking about her 100, 150 years later. Yeah. You know, I might even have an original lobby card of her. Next time you come over, I'm going to show you my my cards of the sideshow performers. Yeah. And I'm certain I have hers. And this is my exact point of why it's important to have these private collections. Because yeah. it's not going to be buried in a museum. It's not going to be put in the back. It's not going to be forgot. We're talking about her today. And probably, I've never heard of her before this. You know, like mm-hmm. probably other people are going to look her up now and remember her. And also in her culture, it's really important to be remembered. Mm-hmm. So it's important that we continue to talk about these things. Oh, and her, that's, her home is a museum. Exactly. And, and that's why I really respect your, your private collection. And I have my tiny little minuscule private collection. But for me, it's more so my familial stuff. Yeah. But that's why I think it's so important is, is we have these conversations, we have these objects, and we physically touch them and we get to learn about them. I just find that really beautiful. Yeah. Maybe someday someone will play with my teeth. I didn't mean today. (laughs) We're going to wrap it up, kids. Yes. Thank you so much. And thank you to our sponsor, me, (laughs) the Spooky Friends Club. Um, It's such a pleasure to have you guys all here. Please feel free to share this with your friends. Um, We love talking about these spooky items and we we hope to stick around. And if you have any scary stories, give us a contact. Yes. Actually, we we have one person that's already shared their story and that's coming out. And we have another person looking to share very shortly. And then we're going to have a special guest very shortly as well. In the wrestling world. Oof. So spooky. Beesh. That's me grappling yeah. and slamming I'm sure. I'm sure you'll have some fun, like, rev- revering memories that you're going to share with everyone. Well, this is why I'm always in pain, my friend. Yeah, that's true. My day's in the ring. I'm working on it again. You feel my little muscle. Feel I'm like, just always in pain because muscle. the world is hard. Oh, you're little muscle. Right Look at that. Yeah, he's got a little muscles. What about mine? Feel mine. That's oh, nothing compared to my little oh, muscle. Stop it. I feel love my ab. every day. Feel my ab. You'd be shocked. Oh, grow up. Feel my abs. See? Anyways, thank like you guys. Like a washboard. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. Like a washing machine. We hope to catch you in the next Broken. one. Broken. Until then, stay spooky. Take a hanger and jimmy it. We'll see start. you in the future. Stay spooky.